Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Flame On. I am Brian the Bear, bringing to you my cohorts and colleagues in a very special reignited Flame On for a new 2014, all new, all now Flame On. I have here Eric, the muscle daddy slash bath time interviewer, commentator, bath taker. Okay, okay, okay. Easy, easy. Don't you mess up, Brian! Hey, no, no, no! <laughs> I just felt like an announcer. And, of course, that was Miss Oral. Hi, everybody. I'm back. The host of our occasional drag is the new Spandex, which we'll be mentioning later in a gratuitous plug. Mm-hmm. Now, we have had some I changes. I guess that was the pu- plug, Well, there'll right? be another one. <laughs> if, that's why it's gratuitous. There'll be multiple. Um, we have had a few cast changes. If you have not been paying attention, if you are not caught up on your feed at uh, flameonshow.com, you have missed out because we had our very own Joshua the Question, Yale, leave us to go off to the exciting world of L.A., where he is now the comics editor at IGN. So We are so Hi, proud Josh. of you. We are proud. And to fill his gaping hole... Cause that we, we all know knew he had. We know. Just sometimes you would just hear a whistle. He's in West Hollywood. Of course, it's gaping. Right now, right? <laughs> I would like to introduce you to someone who you may have heard before, once in a blue moon, way back. Uh, my very own brother Jeff. Full disclosure: jo- uh, uh, Jeff is my brother, as I said, and he is not gay. Nepotism. What? <laughs> but you have defiled this sacred sanctum. <laughs> but to be fair. Uh, we actually did a podcast long before the fi- the fires of flame on. Yes, we did. Were, were mere embers. Yes, but this one's successful. Exactly. Oh. exactly. <laughs> you know, it's so successful that we were just somewhere, and oh, that's what we were at Bear Happy Hour in DC, 
And I mentioned Flame On because we saw a bear in a, in a geeky t-shirt. I forgot what it was. Superman or something. And he's like, oh, yeah. No, I've heard of Flame On and yada, yada. Now, he might have been just full of shit. Who knows? Being nice. I don't know. At MAL, he had probably cleaned out before. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, I'll talk briefly about that. But anyway, Jeff is here, and he is going to be part of our cast. Of course, Jared is not here tonight, as is he is very busy with grad school. Things he are might ramping be. back up. He, he might, might show up later. You never know. But he is very much still a part of the show, and he will be back in a future episode. So, without much further ado, after last episode's clear out of 2013, our favorite things things that make us happy, if you will. We are here with a whole new year of reviews and stuff, and we're going to start right in on movies. There have been a few interesting movies that have come out in the last, well, month or two. And hopefully I've seen at least one of them. I think. I think you have. Oh, sweet. The Hobbit. Desolation of Smog, which we smog. I can never say it. Smog. Which smog. we uh, we kind of teased our that we had seen it at the in the last episode. I, have we all? A couple of us. I have no? seen it. Eric does er- not. Eric has care. I can't see Peter Jackson movies in the movie theater. Why not? Really? Because they're too long. <laughs> I like to take an intermission, go to pee, That's eat true. a little dinner. Like CrossFit. <laughs> like CrossFit. <laughs> I like to take my moments. <laughs> I got to do what with a tire. I'll be right back. <laughs> so this is the second part of three movie adaptations of a book, a single that book. Was two pages. <laughs> yeah, a, a children's book originally, or principally children. And uh, by Peter Jackson, the guy who did Lord of the Rings, a lot of the same people, Weta's involved, Boyer's, all the people. The same actors, Ian McKellen. Uh, uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood showed up in that first one. But in the new one. Legolas. Le- oh, how that Mm. Now, so Mr. that's Bloom. that's the big mm. thing with this. Um, Got me through high school. Oh my god! Really? Oh, you know that <laughs> as Legolas, uh, he's sense. single again. I know that's true. Mm-hmm. So uh, this movie expands upon the original material a bit. <laughs> expands, uh, conjures. It. It's a golem. <laughs> now, it's a golem. <laughs> I think in most areas, successfully so, because having not read The Hobbit in like probably 10, 15 years, and having a vague memory of the book and the comic, or the cartoon, I didn't feel like there was anything that was completely new, other than, of course, the new character, what's her name? Uh, Evangeline Lilly? Yes. Uh, uh, lost. That's yeah. slut. She's uh, a skank. <laughs> she was a skank on that island. She was a skank and She got around. She got around. But now, I have talked to some Tolkien devotees, and they informed me about a few things that were very much different, uh, and also a few omissions. Like little things in the uh, Mirkwood section. Was Tom Bombadil supposed to be in this one too? Oh no, no, no! No. Thankfully, there and there, oh, there was no songs. Really, that's the other thing. Is like the first movie had that great song in actually two songs. They sang the uh, the dishes. You know, we're doing the dishes song, and then they did the Lonely Mountain. You mean song. be our guest? Yes. Lumiere <laughs> <laughs> dancing around. Your work? With <laughs> but this one actually they didn't have any singing, which is kind of disappointing. But um, I don't know if there was supposed to be a song. I also was thrilled to see Lee Pace uh, from uh, Pushing Daisies. Yes. And The Fall, one of my favorite so movies. So creepy. Uh, yeah, as a real creepy, what was the elf, the he's, elf king? He's the, the, the lord of the Mirkwood or the elven, whatever the Legos forest is. Legolas' dad. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Looking fabulous, but being kind of a dick. Um, of course, uh, Evangeline Lily's character, Tariel, I think. Falls in love with a dwarf. Yeah, that's a whole big... Uh, the sexy, sexy vampire from the... British version of being oh human. That's right. Oh my god, that's where I know him from. Mm-hmm. That makes much more sense. So did we like it? I think I kind of liked it. You kind of? Well, after leaving the theater, I felt like I actually, and this is very unpopular, the first one 
I actually feel like I enjoyed that more than huh. the second one, but people mostly disagree with that. So, I, I mean, know. I liked it a lot more. I think they got through. I know the complaint from the first movie was there was so much setup and exposition. It was like forty five minutes, I think, before you actually got to, to anything. get on the road. Yeah. So this one was just a straight chase scene the entire time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was action packed. Oh, and of course, uh, Gandalf and uh, Radagast fighting or going up against the necromancer and then the big reveal that the necromancer is actually Sauron which everybody knew anyway yeah. that was kind of a little gratuitous there were parts of that where I was like okay come on come on but kind of cool and interesting I I didn't go in thinking that this was going to be how much some, did you drink I, you saw it <laughs> how drunk? much did you drink did you see it drunk in 3D he doesn't see many movies sober <laughs> how much did you drink Roll? it wasn't that much Girl. Okay, so there may have been a flask involved. Well, that's how you do it. Wow. Yeah. Um, it takes I'm a lot impressed. of beans to keep all this running. I'm impressed. Um, the thing is, is that I I like fantasy worlds, and I like just throwing myself in them. It's um, I like seeing everything built and just living in that space. Yeah. You call it the Skyrim effect. Yes. Yeah. The problem was, is that where did all this bullshit come from? If I didn't really love people walking around in fantastic settings and hearing about like past histories I would have been bored out of my mind yeah. but that movie is slated for people like me having said that though Kate you're a fucking slut I see you bitch I see you there's no reason for her to be in there there's no reason yeah. I don't well, I she d- gives Legolas more to do and that's nice for Apparently. for fans of the. He, he, I mean, he shouldn't have been in there anyway. But well, but should have. And given that even Tolkien was trying to bridge the two later in life. Yes, I'm aware that it doesn't bother me. So when they, they're doing more of that. The thing that I don't enjoy is always having to shoehorn in uh, a love story, like or a love triangle. They, I mean, we are people. We're not always motivated by love. Could it be, and this is going to be very grossly stereotyped, that in the uh, you know Hollywood sort of mentality, they were like, well, this will give another type of demographic something to, to sink their teeth into. They wouldn't Maybe have gone anyway. The people who weren't into, the, and they saw like little promos or whatever, not that it was heavily marketed for this, but that, that would give them a little bit of something, mm-hmm. a little bit of soap opera. Because Tolkien is I, fairly... Relationships are very relegated to the the sidelines. It's more about the the action and the the legacy, the the lineage, and all that. Okay, let's let's look at it from this. Mary and Pippin, two of the most lovable, slightly gayish characters. Slightly, and people go for that friendship that transcends just platonic and truly is like love. They love each other, not yeah. physically, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's different. What I'm talking about is fashioning a character to create a love story for and you know you're saying maybe it, it appeals to a wider audience it's a sequel right if you're not in it from the get-go you're probably not going to be there for the sequel could be yeah i did hear that i mean I, I it's like you said it's been so long since i read the hobbit there's not a single girl character in the hobbit from what I'm They're all boys. Yeah, all boys. That was we, one of the complaints. We would love that. I think we, we would usually like that kind of thing. But, but, but you talk yeah. about demographics. Yeah. If there's not a single girl, it's the same reason why they built up Liv Tyler's character in The Lord ah, of the Rings. That's a good point. Who was kind of just a, a side note. 
Like they gotta have something, otherwise. See, this it's... is why I can't see Peter Jackson movies in the theater because it just keeps going and going and <laughs> going. Pause. You know, Let me go to the bathroom. <laughs> this one felt reasonable length. It did run long and with one moment, like six one and a half hours. Thing. This one. No, I, but I didn't feel like it really is, was as bad as some of them. So I, I enjoyed it, and the music's great. And of course, the, the thing is, uh, Jackson's you know style and everything. It lends itself to this kind of extreme fantasy, crazy stuff. The the barrel chase scene was amazing. So yeah. uh, so intricate, so much fun, just breathtaking at points. I know? enjoyed it a lot more than that whole the, uh, mine. the goblin mine thing. Yeah, that but... one was just too much. Now, uh, I saw it in high frame rate. Jeff, you saw it in high frame rate? Nope. No? Oh, and high frame rate, also 3D. Oral saw it in low drunk frame rate. Because <laughs> no, I learned, learned my lesson. Of it. <laughs> I learned my lesson. You didn't like the high frame rate? Well, we'll see. Sometimes it makes me kind of motion sick, and oh. I don't normally get motion sickness. Yeah. But I also saw uh, Star Trek Into Darkness blitzed out of my mind. Uh-huh. So I decided maybe I shouldn't really... Feel a little... Bleh. Uh, I I got a little a little like a little swallow it back like a little closed throated um, which doesn't normally happen to me but yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't just when Kate was on screen either oh. Oh, fucking bitch anyway let's move along now the other or another of the big movies oh and course- sm- Benedict Cumberbatch blah 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 wonderful voice for oh yeah, yeah and Bilbo Baggins Smack. phenomenal by Martin Freeman uh, Frozen now I have yet to see this movie nope oh it was it. so good I loved it. It was fantastic. And what I loved about it was that it wasn't the, the, the true love of boy and girl. That it was, you know, just true love. It was like a family thing. Yeah, and it was more of the sisters. Oh, yeah, love. it was the dad girl was on the girl. true love. Yeah, girl on girl action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really... It, oh. Very progressive of Disney. I think so. Yeah, exactly. Now, it, that was very progressive. And it was like Wicked. So, yes. Oh, I've heard two, that was so good. <laughs> two things you come up Adina, Adina Menzel's wheelhouse. Oh. I'm pissed off about not being able to be myself. Fuck it, I'm going to be myself. And the so, song that follows. Uh-huh. So basically, this movie was sort of a send-up. It was a Hans Christian Andersen tale, but it was a send-up, or it had drew, drew uh, thematically from, like, the X-Men, you know, a mutant coming in terms of their powers or his powers, and Wicked. Mm-hmm. Okay, walk, Eric, walk me through this. Uh, summarize this like you're pitching me a book. Okay. A lot of white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's white. I think there's one black person. Okay. <laughs> Snowed no, out, really contrasting because of all the snow. Really it's pops. exactly how Barney, like, uh, she she turns around, she comes to, she's playing with her powers, she likes her powers, and everybody welcomes it, and then her sister gets hurt. And for her sister to be cured, they have to erase the memories. So now she becomes like this whole shut-in, and she just shuts the world away, and she just sits in her room, and she can't control her power. Until she breaks free, until she shows everybody. And then she goes on the mountain, and girl, it's like spinning into Wonder Woman. Okay. Where she does the song that follows. Oh, it's fierce. It's fierce. So many gay men. She pulls her hair down. Yeah, they do. Oh. This is the new anthem of our time. Oh. Every, every I can play the habit on my phone. <laughs> They're making a Broadway musical now. It's like, I think, in the works. Oh, I'm sure. And it's, it will be another version of Wicked. That is a very strange dichotomy. The Disney begets Broadway, which begets something else, which, you know, it's it starts from, from one thing and then becomes something. Well, it it Disney- starts with a homosexual with a dream. <laughs> Long Disney, <laughs> Disney movie musicals were very much out of Broadway. 
Yeah, but that's so, what I'm saying. So, so Broadway it's like a circular. Began, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was really great was before even the movie started, they did an old school Mickey Mouse, I, that was and really they blended good. it in with 3D animation. Ooh. And it was the way it was delivered was just beautiful. It's like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I still enjoyed. Did you, did you see Wreck It Ralph? I never saw it. They uh-huh. had a, uh, the so Paper good. Man yeah. short before that one. That I still like that one more, but this one was like like Eric was saying, it was really good because they have they're interacting like it's it's a it's a film projector showing this old black and white Mickey Mouse uh, film, and they bust through the screen, and then they're 3D in real life, and you know coming in and out of the screen. Huh. Yeah, really it, it was great. It was great. Well, I am excited to still see this at some point. I also have yet to see the second Hunger Games movie. But that is for another day. I don't think we really want to get too big into that. Let us move on to television. We have a couple shows coming back that we're excited about and a couple shows that we've been uh, getting caught up on. One of them, and this is, I think, again, the zeitgeist to the gay community, American Horror Story Cover. Uh, now, Jeff, so I, watch this, dude. I-, I haven't seen a single episode of season three. I'm, uh, I'm still recovering from season yeah, two. Yeah, season two is a little brutal. Yeah. I, three uh, scratches a whole different part of my body anyway uh in your nethers in my nethers now mm. i i will have to refuse, in the diva nethers <laughs> I have to, uh, recuse myself from at least part of this discussion because i have not seen as of this recording the very latest episode there's oh. one tomorrow night too right or or wednesday, night. wednesday. so i hope that by the next thing and, and then it'll be over really uh, after like, one more after that because mm-hmm. yeah it's a really because yeah, it's building to the season finale yeah. it's like excuse me yeah. which I will what, 13 episodes is yeah, still the I think so. normal? I, no, the, I think it's going to be four, 14. Wait, 11 next week, it'll be 12. 13. 13, okay. So I will say that actually I had been told uh, incorrectly that at the Christmas break, like the episode, that that was going to be the last one. Like they were ending it there. No. Oh, well, no, cry. no, no. I know that now because I watch, I'm watching. I'm like, there is no way they are wrapping all this up by then. But no, uh, this show is again. It's ca- captured uh, the not just gay, but you know, a lot of people in the gay community really like the show. And again, it's part X Men. We've talked about part this. Of the powers, the, the power struggle between the women the, who's the, more there's just random like relationship stuff and good and then bad and then good again. Like there's just the duality of like what's her name, Supreme Fiona, uh, Fiona, Fiona, Fiona how, good. How she's like <laughs> she's she's a total badass bitch, uh, which, but. In a certain way, and maybe this changes in the one I haven't seen, she's actually now kind of trying to turn things around. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't see the last no. episode. <laughs> but, you know, and she has this daughter that's kind of against her and that they try to kill her. Wait a minute. What? You might be too behind. Am I? It kind of sounds like you didn't watch anything. Okay. <laughs> yes. In the last episode, who died? Who died? Oh, who, I will say this. Who was killed? Well, I know, and spoilers alert, of course, we haven't really spoiled too much yet, but this will be spolerific. Uh, the, what's her name? Uh, Big Red Hair. Like she killed. episodes? She, no, 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 no. I know she got burned at the stake. She came back and she killed the council. You are multiple oh, episodes wow. behind. You are far behind. Really? Yes. Damn. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I'm trying to. I have well, no idea. Like, they know she's back and Fiona knows she's back and they try to convince Fiona <laughs> to kill herself. Get out. Oh my Get god! Out. Oh my Brian. god! So much has happened since. Yes. So much has happened. You've missed multiple. Now episodes. they have like. Oh, well, like, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert! Oh, no, no, no. And they, killed, <laughs> they killed Precious. They killed Precious. Or at least that was the, the end. Of that the, was the end of the, the, the Christmas, Christmas break. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I haven't caught up. Then. So you're two episodes. Yeah, you're two episodes. Oh, behind. you know what? You're right because I haven't seen Stevie Nicks. And she was. That's yeah. what kicked okay, it off. Yeah. I have not seen the Stevie Nicks one, and it's a good episode. Yeah, but okay. 
Brian, do you want to leave? Yeah, let me get out. And we're waiting. Okay. And we're waiting. Okay, so so now tell me all about this. Okay, so this is what's going on. So American Horror Story Coven takes place in New Orleans, and you have this witch's coven, which is a, uh, a school of witchcraft for girls. Okay. And they used to be just full to the rafters with all of these girls, but something has happened, and they're down to like three or four girls in this school. Well, no, three. <laughs> yeah. Um, you realize that once in every generation, there is a witch that uh, has multiple powers, and when she manifests all those seven powers, they call them the seven wonders, she becomes the supreme. And so she is incredibly powerful. She's the one who leads like the witch community. And she, you know, she she's completely healthy. Nothing really phases her until a new supreme starts to emerge. And then her powers start to fade and then they die. Like yeah. slowly and sometimes horribly. So like the basically like the power is going from one to the to, next. Right. Exactly. And okay. as it, it goes, they get weaker and older and like now the Supreme has cancer so now the, the week she's becoming the cancer is starting to eat away at her. Mm-hmm. I okay. guess she was always able to hold it at bay but yeah. now that she's weaker. Um, Insert ghosts. Insert Angela Bassett as Marie Laveau the big bad voodoo queen. Uh, insert Kathy Bates the immortal. Yeah. The, um, the twisted immortal from the 1800s that just Madame tortured Lollery, the slaves. Who um, actually tortured her <laughs> slaves and had these really fucked up beauty regiments where she used like their liver and their blood as poultices Hmm. Um, and it's it's dramatic and it's over the top and because you only get one season of it um, oh they go for broke yeah and you know but here's the thing Sometimes they'll just bring people back. They'll kill them and then bring them back the next episode. And you're like, what the hell? (laughs) So you you never saw American Horror Story seasons one or two? No. One I loved. Same for me. And that's the same kind of rules is, you know, you see, because there was the the idea of ghosts, Mm -hmm. you know, there was, oh, that person just got killed off. Well, that was But you didn't know if they were still, because they were coming back. You're like, wait a minute, I thought you died. And like four episodes later, they're like, oh, they're a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, like in the first season, are you ever going to watch the first season? No. Okay, the the big twist with the daughter right. in the first season that that is like a holy shit! Oh my god, she's been a ghost for like three episodes, and she just found her her own body. That's right. kind of fucked up. So yeah, I, I completely understand the the the, 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 the daughter he's talking about is the one that went away with the Frankenstein boy. Yes. Okay. Uh, my, my yeah, the Farminga Vera Farminga's daughter. Yeah. Just to see how like the lengths people are willing to go for power, mm-hmm. because even. The, the ones you root for, even the ones who seem like they're the most innocent or most well-intentioned, they crave power because they've gotten a taste of it. And they're more powerful mm-hmm. than any of us can ever dream of being. But it's never enough. You so know, that's, that's I was the thinking theme. about calling upon Papa mm-hmm. <laughs> to become like immortal. <laughs> and it's just, you know, and Once Upon a Time does this where they're like, all magic comes at a price. And... But they, you know, it's Disney. You're only going to go so far. Right. With Fox, are like, magic comes at a price, and this is what it is. <laughs> like, okay, uh, what's, how do you say, Marie Laveau? Marie like, Laveau, yeah. She, she's immortal, and the way she's, she called upon Papa, what's pa- it? Papa Legba, one of the... Um, the, everybody, voodoo god, the, the yeah. Loa. If you ever saw like that really bad James Bond movie with Roger Moore, where it was the guy with the half white, half yes. black, and the top hat, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's him. That's him. Yeah. So you know, she calls upon it, and to become immortal, every year about the same time, she has to sacrifice a baby. She has to steal a baby from the hospital and give it to him. Because you know, 
Yeah. That's Jeff, what you Jeff do. Yeah, and that's how she says immortal. Yeah. It's just I do it <laughs> in a heartbeat. That scene Proactive where she's stealing baby the baby and the cops are like, you know, ma'am, we can't let you leave with the baby. He's like, I need this baby. Get out of my way. She's like, I can't we can't let you leave, put the baby down. And she's she like, does that, yeah. And the eyes go white and they shoot each other. It was just uh fucking awesome. Um, the power that they have. It's yeah, so much just fun. Killing people left and right, nobody's safe, and it's just been entertaining. Yeah. It's been completely entertaining. I can't see the I can't wait to see how they wrap this up. And it saddens me because we we're miss we're gonna miss so much of, you know, these fantastic characters because mm-hmm. it's one season. But yes, if you haven't watched American Horror Story Coven, you must. Oh my you god, so good, you so good, so to. good. I know, I know everybody's always butthurt about season two. Just I watched all of season two except for the season finale. I got over it. Well, the other, the other, <laughs> I didn't watch any. The other big Skip reason them. why I haven't watched is because I got rid of cable like two years ago. So I'm pretty much down to like Hulu, Netflix, and I can I can find other means to watch a show. But like something like American Horror Story that I know will come up on Netflix when the new season is about to air, they'll put that whole season up yeah. on Netflix. So season two's up there now. Yeah. Yeah. But that all means right. I gotta wait. Yeah. Okay, well, all right, just just I have to just say this once. So Netflix, my sister's been sick, so she was just like, I'm bored, I'm sick. I'm like, look, try break I try try breaking bad. Just watch an episode. <laughs> fucking bitch now. She is so fucking addicted. Like I called her on my way here. I was like, so Trey she go, Eric, I'm watching my show. Oh, and what show is that, Tracy? Breaking Bad. Oh, what are you watching? The fly scene. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> oh, man, that's a hard, painful road to hoe. Like yeah. I'm just waiting. All I'm the best way. I didn't watch the season finale yet. Well, the series finale yet. I'm waiting for that second part. Like mm-hmm. busting, my life is empty without Walter White. Oh, empty. Good. So, uh, Walking Dead also had their. Uh, don't care. Did they? No, they didn't. Mid season finale. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mid season finale. Who cares? Okay, I'm still on season that. three. I Nobody really... cares. All right, fine. it was good. It was fun. Now, uh, the Arrow series is going hot and heavy, and they have introduced the uh, Flash. Yes, evidently they brought He's in the getting Flash. his own show. Barry yep. Allen. Is he running fast yet? No. No, he he's in a coma. Yeah. But he's had the, he's had the accident. The accident happened at the end of the mid-season finale. And Which is funny because they were hinting at, they kept saying, Central City, Particle Accelerator, going online in three weeks. For like From the beginning of this season, they've yep. been throwing in this little so news that's story. that's his origin now? Well, he goes back to Central City after he wraps up his stuff with the Arrow. And then that night, he's in his uh, his little... And let me tell you, that night, when he opens up his door, it is right out of the comic books. Yeah. His whole lab, everything. You're okay. like, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. like, he has the big skylight for no reason in this lab. Because he has to. Because he right. has to. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like you see like way off in the distance, oh, we just started the particle accelerator. And then it goes bad. And you just see this giant orange lightning explosion way off in the distance. And you see him surrounded by his chemicals because he's in a forensics lab. Right. And then the lightning, and then he just, and that's the end of the uh, season, the mid-season. Yeah, finale. mid-season finale. Now he's in a coma. So oh, that's very exciting. So, uh, Doctor Who, I'm only going to say, Oral and I have covered this exhaustively with Pat, and it will be a microsode that is coming out probably after this episode in the feed. So. You are a Doctor Who fan. You can see that and uh, check it out. Oh, you don't mean I don't have to be scarred on it? I know. I don't have to be tortured? I'm We're sorry, so Eric. I'm thoughtful. a Doctor Who fan, too. So thoughtful for you. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, and, and there won't be any more Doctor Who discussion until at least August. Oh, thank God. <laughs> there is a God. Um, 
Now, this just came on last night when it's when this is airing um this Friday um you're going to have to look for it. ESPN. Oh. <laughs> the Nancy Kerrigan Tanya Harding documentary oh took you through it. Yeah. It was great. They did a very detailed and extensive um Did they do a dramatic reenactment? No, they played the footage. Oh, cool. They played That's the footage better. from her like down on the ground screaming why. There were no Ooh, like dramatizations. They just played it beat for beat. But they gave you the whole backstory and yes. everything. Okay. Definitely a must. <laughs> just Be- in time for the Winter Olympics. Exactly. Oh, it was so good. There will be a whole lot of beatings that don't involve player-on-player crime. Oh, God, yeah. So, uh, good old Soshi. Now, uh, television-wise, that's pretty much it. Let's talk about gaming. Uh, There have been a few interesting games coming out over the break. Uh, Of course, we've had the big PS4 and uh, Xbox One launch, but none of us here have them. Did that actually come out finally? They finally released it for for the backers. So my brother uh, was one of the Kickstarter participants of uh, the Double Fine Adventure Game. That yeah. was the first big Kickstarter video game story that really kind of set the trend for like the next year. And that of, was what a couple years ago. I right? was shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting patiently. So this is by who the creators? Uh, with, uh, Tim Schafer, yeah. uh, part of the creators of the uh, Maniac Mansion series. Uh, Ron Gilbert was the other guy. He didn't help in this one, but he was. From uh, Monkey Island fan. From Monkey Island. Uh, this is from uh, Tim Schafer Studio, Double Fine. They've come out with all sorts of games. They came out with uh, Brutal Legend, uh, Costume Quest, a whole lot of little games. Yeah. But this was, I mean, they basically said, you know, for all of us that loved adventure games when we were kids, like Maniac Mansion and Grim Fandango and yep. Indiana Jones, like, we want to do a game, we just can't get funding. Yep. From any major publisher. So to the do first this. installment is out? Like it's the a first chapter act. thing? Okay. And is it a throwback to those old LucasArts? It era? is. The story, like the comedic timing, everything, the writing is just like you would see in those old games. Yep. Uh, they've streamlined the interface. Yeah. So it's not as clunky as it used to be when you had to click, like, talk to and then click Probably the person. like when they streamlined the Monkey Island games. Yeah. They kind of made it better. So definitely worth checking out. Now, can non backers buy this? I th- you can buy it, you can't play it. Really? Yep, you can do a pre-order, and I think it's like twenty-five bucks or uh-huh. twenty-two on Steam for the full game. But it's as not a, coming out for a while. Yeah, because right now they're doing beta testing with the backers. Uh, so, okay. As a backer, I gave a certain amount of money. I got a nice T-shirt, I got a, a poster, and I got a documentary. I got a soundtrack, and I got access to the game for the beta testing. Cool. So, uh, it is fantastic. Uh, Elijah Wood. Does the voice of the main care the main male Ooh, character? Well, it gets around. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd say that if you if you have any love for adventure games, go pre-order now. Another game that was Kickstarter funded that I've gotten into is the Stanley Parable. Has anyone heard of this? I purchased it before the winter sale ended. Basically, it is a send-up kind of satire of Portal and first-person shooter kind of games. Very very reminiscent of Portal in some ways. But it is uh, told uh, first person. You're walking around an office, and there's a narrator, and the narrator the narrator is telling you basically what's going on. Oh, you're Stanley, and you're walking around the office, and well, there's nothing really going on, and it's, it's like everybody's been taken away or they've left the office or something, which is kind of mundane. And then he's like, "Well, the, uh, you Stanley goes into this side of the building, goes through this door, and at that point, you as the player decide if you want to do that or not because there's another door." 
And what's fun about this game isn't so much the you know exciting graphics. It's fine. It's not anything fancy. It's not the action because you don't shoot. You don't really even other than clicking and opening doors and clicking switches. It's nothing, right? It's subverting the narrator. And so basically going against what he tells you you should be doing and then seeing what happens. And there's all these different endings you can get by doing that. And the narrator has to figure out what to do. So the narrator goes like, oh, well, Stanley didn't go through that door because he knew that there was such and such. And then, But but he's going to go back to this building now or this room. Does he say things like, I told you not to do, you stupid ass? Pretty much. And he's a Brit- it's a British guy. It's Yeah, he's he's you know classy British you know, version of that. But it's the same thing. And so there's some really good humor. It, they they make fun of certain uh, games in different ways. It's 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 a really fun game. It's 15 bucks on Steam. If you catch the sale, it's cheaper. But highly recommend it if you're a big fan of first person shooters. Now, the one I really want to get to because I know I've played the hell out of this, and I think you might have too. Legend of Zelda: Link but Between Worlds. My girlfriend is in the process of <laughs> speedily beating the fucking game. Well, my boyfriend just beat it. I got it back. Uh, are you, either of you uh, no 3ds people? Well, we'll talk Mm-mm. just real quick. I mean, you've seen some of it, I'm sure. Though. I've seen enough. Did you guys I'm ever play sad. Zelda for the Super Nintendo way back? The uh, was it Link to the Past? Yes, I played it. Let's see on yes. Ecstasy, on Acid, on Mushrooms. You played too. those games on those? I actually Ooh. only recently played that this oh, year on my phone on an emulator. Yeah, and then the file corrupted, and I didn't finish it. And I was like <gasps> a third of the way through the Dark World. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not playing this anymore. Well, for those of you who are big fans of Link to the Past, this game is basically not the same game at all, but it's in the same universe at the same time. Sort of the same time, but like a little bit later, like the next generation later. It's 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 if you get all nerdy and you want to see my real nerd card in the Hyrule timeline, it's between the Super NES game and the very first Nintendo game. Yeah, because the first Nintendo game is actually this weird variant when yeah. Ganon wins or whatever bullshit. Anyway, we're not gonna go that far down. So the is this hole. one? Yeah, right. So I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you're a big fan of Link to the Past, you will love this game. The gimmick now is you can flatten and be on the walls. So you can kind of like sneak around, surf. So you it's know, a where, cool, it's a cool chalk drawing version of you too. Yeah, and it's got some neat musical effects. Like the audio goes from like nice audio to like this tinny sort of thing to reflect that you're two dimensional. It's fun. It, it scratches all the itches you want. Uh, supposedly, there's a bit of a twist at the end, but I haven't gotten to that point. I basically just you, you go get the sages, you know that whole thing again, build the master sword, yada yada. Beautiful graphics, nice 3D. It's a Zelda game. It's if a you, Zelda game. If you love Zelda, you're going to love this game. Yeah, you really will. All right. So, gay news. We covered a lot of the exciting things back in uh, the last episode, even some more recent stuff. But I did want to mention real quick about Utah. Those of you who don't know, Utah had a judge overturn a, I think it was a popular referendum that basically outlawed gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And the judge basically said, nope, not constitutional. Everybody can get married now. Go get married. A bunch of people went out and got married. He put a stay on his own judgment, though. What's that? He put a a stay on his own judgment. I don't think he did. I thought the Supreme Court did. No, because he was like, you know, people are going to appeal. So, But people still went out and got married. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's this is the problem. It's the same thing that happened in California. There was a delay from when he made the judgment to when people then, when they stopped it. And they put a stay on it. And now they're appealing the court uh, case to the Supreme Court. So we have a group in Utah now, uh, gays and lesbians, who are married legally. Good for you, girl. But no more marriages are going to be allowed until this thing is resolved. And they're even saying they're not recognizing those marriages. uh, California was careful. Uh, They're like, 
we're just going to let you keep your marriage, but no more new ones until it got overturned. Utah is actively saying, nope, you're not married in Utah. You're going to be married. If you want to think you're married anywhere else that recognizes, that's fine. But in Utah, you're not married, even though you were just married. Oh, like my life here in Florida. <laughs> but gotcha. Florida's, Sunshine never, State. Florida's never like floated that as a, oh, okay, you can be. Nope. They've never like pulled it away from us for the last second. We just know we don't have it. Right. Well, not as long as we got Lurch in the in the. Uh... Yeah. Oh, Voldemort. Lurch, Lex Luthor, Voldemort, Herdemort. Whatever you want to call him. I They're saw him at good. Disney. Did you really? I saw him at Disney. Okay, so you've seen you him? him? He's horrible looking. No, he's terrifying. Girl. What would you compare him to, though? Lex Luthor, Lurch, or, or... I see Luthor. My husband saw Voldemort. Okay. You know, he's like, oh, so God. I like Lex Luthor. I hate Governor Scott pretty much. Lex Luthor, he's the leader of the Justice League. Oh, we'll get to oh. that. We'll get to that. So uh, that's the big gay news, really. The only other thing I wanted to mention, we've had a couple really exciting drag encounters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oral got to meet one of his favorite drag queens uh, ever. It was so great. Yeah. Uh, so Giselle mm-hmm. of I'm, Orlando. I'm or super whatever. excited to talk to Giselle some more. Yeah. And you're coming out now. She comes out sometimes on Thursdays. Barioke. Because, mm-hmm. you know, girl, I get out at like midnight 1240 I'm like I might as well just go visit Pat at P House <laughs> have a few drinks have like several drinks yeah several in 45 minutes <laughs> power call. drinking power drinking last but, call uh, you got to spend an old, yeah that was cool I'm very happy to hear about that I got to meet Jinx Monsoon oh mm. I hate you she came down and performed the Vaudevillians with Major Scales which is her musical partner this Vaudevillian show if it ever comes through your town I don't know how much they're touring with it you need to see it. It's hilarious. It's a throwback, like vaudeville style. All the songs they perform are like their versions of like modern songs. You know, like uh, Toxic. Does a giant cane at any point come out and no, try to pull people off stage? Don't use the cane joke. Damn it! But pretty much all the other stuff. Um, but they basically claim they wrote it, kind of in a nerdy Captain America sense. They they were frozen in ice. Nice from the vaudevillian era to now. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's why they're still you know young and whatever. But it's really good, and Jinx was gracious and sweet. She did a little Q&A after. So nice, so smart, such a great drag queen, such a great performer. Really worth checking out. All right. Well, we have in a couple of weeks, the new season starts. Yes. Yep. Right. And supposedly... Okay. Oh, my birthday! <laughs> Are we going... Is there going to be a thing to, um, to do both, or no? I'm, I mean, I'm just be drinking. <laughs> just be drinking. Does it? Is it a day that ends in Y? He'll be drinking. <laughs> um, so on the new season, we got a uh, former American Idol, mm-hmm. some other well-known queens, uh, I guess, in their respective rights. Let me tell you, I I saw like the the coming attraction, and they show them the before. They put on all the makeup. Oh my God, these boys are hot. That was like I'm yep. like you guys are adorable. So unfortunately, they, all bottoms. It all <laughs> shocking. No, it all seems to be like that's a trend now. We were talking about this. I was up in D.C. Uh, this past weekend. We went to Mid Atlantic Leather, which I'll talk briefly about. Best is, little whorehouse in D.C. <laughs> but um, we had a discussion about the RuPaul drag queens and how wouldn't it be interesting? Oh, oh, and I watched Star Booty. That was uh, exciting. How was it? Shockingly, fantastically awful. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And RuPaul has a very campy side, you know, mm-hmm. to her. She's got it from the beginning, back with Pickle Surprise, you know, way back. But Star Booty, uh, so, like, exploitation, like, that's the, the riffing on exploitation films. Yeah. And yet, also porn, because they had a lot of porn stars, and they had a lot of nudity, and, like... Basically, they're not having sex, probably, but all but you know, it was it was fun. It was just I don't know. 
definitely wondering if she would do something like that now, given the trend that she's on with the RuPaul drag, you know, drag race. Would she go she's back? She's logo now. Yeah, she's she's very. Uh, and what we were talking about is you know her 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 arc as each season goes on is more and more of the straight up, not just pageant, but really beautiful queens, very polished, refined, even if they're comedy. And we were talking about, would she ever have a skag drag queen on, like Beyonce? Mm. And would she ever do any kind of drag that's not like mainstream drag? And I think as we see what's coming in this new season, it's more of that so much so that these are very pretty boys. They're oh, painters. so I mean, fucking hot. Very, oh. very, yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't allow for uh, queens that we actually have coming up on uh, our, our our drags new spandex again. Gratuitous plug. Certain queens like uh, Chrysanthemum, Divine Grace, who are comedy queens, but by no means would consider themselves mainstream drag. They're very much trying to go for more of the divine sort of. School. Well, see, yeah, that's it. Like, uh, I was always like the drag queens growing up with the divine, yeah. with the share, with the, and had a lot of surgeries done to make them look that way. And then it was, I think it was Raven that was in the, I forget what season it was. The and second one, I think? He had shaved head mm. and he was tall and really? he was fucking hot. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, that's the first time I saw, for me, somebody out of drag that was gorgeous. You know, that I was like, oh, my God, I was sleeping through in a heartbeat kind of thing, yeah, you yeah. know? And then even, like, Indra, I don't care at this point. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, that was the first time that I saw that, that for me, it was always the, the really, like, the plastic surgery really make them look like Cher and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And to see this was great. Well, what's his name? Michaels. Uh, Chad, Chad, Michaels. Chad Michaels. Yeah. That was, he, I, that was what I was used to. Right. Well, and Divine, like, I, it's funny, I didn't even think about this, but I actually just saw the documentary about Divine. Mm. And it's going around to film festivals. Supposedly, it might be coming out on one of the movie channels or Netflix. And you find out that Divine, even though she started her career very body, very you know, John Waters, you know, right. having her eat dog shit, doing all this really outlandish stuff to get attention, really, she wanted to become an actor. And by the end of uh, his life, uh, her life or whatever, like that—that's what he was. He was being an actor. He was an actor out of drag, doing movies, and was going to be on Married with Children right before he died of a heart attack. Wow! Yeah, and so like, I didn't know that drag queens, depending on what they're trying to do, like have different goals, have different aesthetics, whatever. What I'm interested though, and, and kind of hoping, is that as successful RuPaul is in mainstreaming drag, there's still room for that counterculture drag, right? Whether that's your starting point, you want to go somewhere else, or that's your thing. So, well, th- what about that drag you? Nobody like, no, the drag drag no, nobody watched. No, no, I enjoyed drag you, but no, it was no, it was pretty. No. Yeah. Drag you is just like there's nothing else to watch. This is, this <laughs> it has is the a catchy theme song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a miracle <laughs> that was just a lot. Drag you. Uh, Dragula- uh, congratulations. No, what was the machine that like showed what they were going to look like? I don't commence. All I remember oh. is the commercial commence dragulation. Oh anyway, um, I I would say that if you want to be counterculture, you probably shouldn't be on the drag version of America's Next Top Model. Probably not. No. And you know there are there are other ways for you to do drag and do it well. Oh yeah. Um, and be well known, and you don't have to conform. It's, I don't think that. 
drag race is the vehicle for that drag race uh, what uh, drag race drag <laughs> thank race, you barbara wawa <laughs> <laughs> i have a vaseline on my filter and all that drag race though what i'm saying is it is it is what a lot of people who are in the gay bar scene have never been to a drag show it is all they know of drag our mother pretty much only knows a little bit about drag from what i've told her from watching rupaul and the one drag queen way back in the 80s or something that she used to see like rupaul is defining drag to so many people that i'm worried that it's going to really push the non-traditional drag to the outliers to the to the way you know and is that a good thing or is diversity of drag something that should be encouraged and showcased and it's not just pageant queens it's not just comedy queens it's more than that but so you know societally that's kind of how it works is Elvis Presley you want to get somebody into the blues you give them the white boy singing it and to the mass audiences they love it yeah yeah, yeah. the people that actually listen to the music and want to find out where this started what this came from They'll do their so own. So it's like work. the gateway right. drug thing, and then they exactly. get into the harder core stuff, and they're doing meth and all crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> gateway <laughs> drag drugs. But uh, anyway, this is the kind of stuff we talk about in drags and these spandex, and I'm very happy that we are continuing on with this. We've got like a couple queens coming up that mm-hmm. we're very excited Super about, excited. and they're they're definitely we're trying to go to each area within drag culture. So Drag is New Spandex is the show that I am very proud of and I will keep talking As about. As you should, because you're a wonderful reminding producer. reminding us of the fact that it is diversifying our content for our audience. And that is one of the goals of 2014 is to get us out there and get more content to reach more ears. And whether that's Eric doing a bathtub show or Oral doing his Drag is New Spandex or all the other Microsoft content we're putting out, that is something that we are trying to do. Let's talk about comics. I am Somebody very happy. Somebody up to speed. No. To Don't have even. my brother here because my mm. brother and I, for many years, spoke about comics to nobody's interest. And then his brother broke my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but yes. if it helps you, I'd stop reading everything altogether. So you broke my heart. I don't care. <laughs> you didn't even come in and visit. You know why? Because you got a blonde-haired asshole boss. Well, well, duh. We <laughs> love our comic shop. I mean, he's love... not there after four o'clock most days. Three <laughs> thirty, if you like. <laughs> well, that's changed because he was always there when I went in. He's he's diversified his staffing selection too, so it's it's a it's a it's a whole new comic shop. You would not recognize it. It's that awesome. Um, but and no, I'm, and let let me just say, Eric, I am sorry. Thank you, Jeff. What's my apology? You were. Well, well, no, I, I met he? him when he had the when we had the, 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 the satellite sequel. store. Mm-hmm. Oh, the sequel. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jeff's not. Well, I'm speed sorry on too, Oral. Thank uh, you. Long story short, Jeff is not up speed on his comics, but we are going to get him up to speed. We are going to spoil the hell out of him and any other listener who is not up to speed on these books. So be See, warned. I, I'm I'm pretty much about maybe like a year out of the loop, That's but not, not entirely mm-hmm. out because I still keep up on the big news. Okay. That's not bad. Like I, I knew about Lex Luthor becoming the leader of the Justice League because I saw that recently. Solicitations are telling us things that are happening a few months from now. That is one of the exciting things. All the new Thanks, Marvel Diamond now. Comics. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> If you don't get the retailers excited, though, and the fan base, you know, what's going to happen? But. Well, I mean, even if, if you look at the picture, Lex Luthor is like front and center, and then you have Captain Cold in the background, uh-huh. but Batman just looks pissed. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> he just looks pissed. Wonder Woman looks like she had something shoved up there. <laughs> and Shazam's doing his Shazam thing. Like, yeah! <laughs> Sparkle! Yeah, really. So what is Superman going to do? That is an interesting thing. His own thing. Well, he's going to go off and have, you know... You know what he's going to do? Woman. I got a great story. He's going to walk the countryside. He's going to oh, walk the... no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> 
no, 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 Straczynski? not again, please. No, no, I can't. I did finish the Glenn Weldon book, Superman seventy fifth, or unauthorized biography. How was mm-hmm. it? It was a- excellent. I loved it, and I actually got to meet Glenn uh, when I was up in DC, and it was fantastic. But I got to that section about the grounded thing, and I was like, oh, what is he going to say? And he was very diplomatic in one part, and very critical in the other part because. You know, I at the time thought it was an interesting take. I'm like, right. oh, I've never done this before. In the beginning, it was fantastic. Yeah. And then, right. But then as, he left. That yep. was the problem. Straczynski, yeah. well, there were, yeah. So he basically drove it into a ditch, and then Chris Roberson kind of picked it up and did what he could. And, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. But, but, uh, and, you know, on a complete side note, I mean, Straczynski kind of had that same thing happen to him with Thor. Only he was he more left out of protest because yeah. Marvel wouldn't let him just be alone yeah. doing his own thing. Right, he had to be uh, part of Siege or something. Yeah, yeah. Siege and, and yeah. Kieran Gillen did a, a respectable job. Kieran Gillen did a great job sweeping it back in, and you know, and, and making it at least. You know, he did that great story with Mephisto and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm like he 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 did the best he could. Straczynski and Aaron's nailing it. Yeah, Straczynski's not unsalvageable, but he does have a tendency when he gets pissed off to just kind of leave things oh, yeah. midstream. Oh yeah, he's he's Jay fucking Michael. Oh, what's that one book that he started writing a long time ago that never really finished? Like, <laughs> there's a couple. Was it Rising Star that never he, finished? I think he kind of got to a point with that one. Um, yeah, I think he did. Ten Grand, too, he lost his artist, but that one sort of... There was some, like, throwback, like, of, of heroes that, like... It was a Marvel book. That oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the twelve, the twelve. Did he ever finish the twelve? Well, and that wasn't him. That, that actually was, was his artist, Graham Morrison. No, no, no. Oh, uh, no, no, no. You're right. I'm sorry. It was the Marvel Golden Age characters, yeah. and they did this whole thing, and his artist just stopped drawing. Oh. <laughs> For whatever reason, I forgot if it was a personal thing or work. I don't know. But they did finally finish it. Oh, uh, okay. Like two years later. So. All right. Indie books. Now, did we talk about the end of Lock and Key? I don't remember. Shit. I don't think we did. I never finished. I think it was I was late. like yeah. one issue away from finishing. <laughs> well, and, Shit. And, and let me just ask it in this way. We won't spoil this. Was the ending everything you could have hoped it would have been? Is it It's, it's, it's the best good. we were going to get. It was good. Yeah. Because you know, good. they've. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. These characters have been through a lot. They've lost a lot. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think the Deus Ex was the most random, convoluted one. But <laughs> it was like, hey, was everyone's it? really gonna take me to task about this one loose end character. So let's bring it. Let's bring it back to a whole because anything is possible. You know, through death, through destruction, through loss. You have to keep persevering because anything is possible. Yep. So, I mean, are we in spoiler territory? You, I don't think, you've never read. You've you read, like, me. volume one. You can, I didn't finish it. You no. can tell Not me what happens now. 
I will remember when I get to it. Yeah, so. I gave him I volume care. one. You did. Oh, and yeah. Pat, thank you. Bought volume two from the store. I have both. I have started at just. Okay, so what 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 ancillary character? What's the Deus Ex Machina? Because the last thing I read was, uh, what's his name? The Grant Morrison character, the the one with the pink mohawk. He had just Quentin Quire, <laughs> Quentin Quire, Grant Morrison, all of Love these. It. These drawn sources, yeah, it was essentially him. Uh, I think he had just died in the cave, like he had gotten possessed, and they had just killed him. That was the issue prior, right? Yeah, that was the issue prior. So yeah, I was one issue away. Yeah, you are. You're one issue away. So what? What was the big? Um, Spoilers don't affect me. I can still appreciate a story even if I know the ending. So they they lived happily ever after. Yeah. I. Okay. How did they get there? Uh, Well, I mean, that's enough. That now you know it ends happy. Just all of them. Mm, pretty much <laughs> even the young the young boy gets back his spirit gets back to his pretty body much. I mean there's a little twisty uh, of how yeah. it gets there but there, there were a couple of keys turned just let's leave it at that <laughs> they turned a lot of keys <laughs> this book is so fun <laughs> I gotta finish really and uh, what's his name Joe Hill just came out with a new book and apparently he references his other books yes. like he's building the universe Nosferatu he- well, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Christmas Land Wraith is yeah. this uh, prequel yeah. and I'm reading that one and now I kind of want to read the book I'm and afraid. It ties I'm afraid. Yeah, I want to read these. Horns books, was great. Heart shaped. It. Does it tie into heart shaped box? I think it types into, ties somehow into heart shaped box. Oh, so he's like box. his father. Everything exactly. took place in Maine. Yeah. So now he's Who's just his making the universe. That's the question. And whatever happened to that damn movie, TV, oh, shit. Dark Tower thing? That's Come never going to happen. If you've read the books, you know that's never going to happen. Yeah, really. So, uh, so that happened, and then uh, Rover Red Charlie. Did anyone read? Oh, that was cool. Yeah. I skimmed it. It, it was uh, Garth Ennis. Yeah. Was it a war book? He... Garth was... Ennis crossed. Yeah. It's, okay. Picture in the background, there's crossed oh. hell going on. And in the forefront are these dogs going, what the fuck is going on with our masters? And it, it, it's the dog's point of view of everything. Can I ask a question about huh. Cross? Because I still. Torture I never... porn? Sure. Torture porn. We could talk about torture I've porn. I never understood the appeal. Never understood what the hell was going on. I think we may have ta- touched on this before, but it's not a rapture like a biblical thing. No, there's some kind of a virus. It's a virus that goes whole- out and people get crossed and they they become rage and lust and they're not like zombies, but it's similar to that it when you get off infected. Their good part, and right? All evil, and you just become you know, and they tear each other apart and they fuck the hell out of each other. And they'll fuck you while you're dead. And- have they oh. had one through like main character or do they? Keep- no. Each volume is, is a own, different. Yeah, yeah, it's a different. Right level. now, Badlands is still going. Yeah, on. Yeah, it's been going on for a little bit, but he took Garth Ennis did the first one, then David Lapham uh, came in for like I want to say four volumes, and then Garth Ennis came back with Badlands, and I think Lapham is taking over again. Well, and you know what's funny is Garth Ennis. I mean, you've never been a big fan of Garth Ennis. Nope. Garth Ennis is one of these writers who, before he had something like Cross to pour all of his evil, twisted shit into. All of the stuff he came out with had a twisted bent to it. Like uh, Preacher. Yeah. I love Preacher. It is one of my favorite books, my entire compilations of all time. But there's twisted shit all through. Yeah. Ever since he started coming out with Crossed, his military, like his war stories, have been tight and great and oh. impactful. And like Nick Fury. Oh, so he has this whole outlet He's now. got his outlets over here, <clears throat> so he can just focus <clears throat> on like really good stuff over here. Who wrote Fury Max? Uh, I thought no. that... I don't think it was him. Because I have that, and I've been really enjoying that. I, I want to say was. that was Ennis. It's twisted. Really? But it's twisted in a like real-world, militaristic kind of context. So I mean, he wrote the original Fury Max that was a six-issue miniseries way back. Oh, well, I don't know. 
Well, while we're looking at that, so are there other any any other indie books? I know there's a new Prophet. I have not read it yet. I'm so behind, far behind in Prophet. Prophet is getting. They're finally tying everything together. That was the last thing I remember. But it's still like yes. Fearmax, uh, uh, the new one is Ennis as oh, well. Oh, is it? Um, Excellent. There you go. Rat Queens is still great. Oh, Rat Queens is um, a blast. I'm an issue behind in it, but it's it's been a blast. Um, Sex Criminals is cool. Oh, yes. Let's talk about Sex Criminals. If you've not, okay. All I know. You, I'm, I'm, I know sex. I'm reading it. it. I'm not really. It's okay. It's it's not really my thing. It's people having sex, and yes, it's funny and it's salacious and it's smart. But it's not something that's holding my attention. Yeah. And it's not a pop at Matt Fraction. No. It's just, it's not my thing. What it is trying to do is it's trying to tell coming-of-age sexual encounter scenarios, stories. All Mutations. These, <laughs> mutations yeah. All these things that you could talk about and like, have, like, you know. No, basically, it's, it's it, when you, this girl has sex. When she orgasms, she freezes time. So then she meets a guy. When they have sex together, they both free. He has the same power. They yeah. freeze time together. So they'll have sex in like a bank bathroom and freeze time and rob the bank. Yeah. Or a porn store. And- the weakness is if like he say he gets turned on by somebody else, broken. Yeah. Interesting. Well, but but that's just the plot. Yeah, that's the, just. The, 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 the story, and they're, they're <clears> on issue four. This, the story has gone almost nowhere. Only thing it's gotten finally is they get caught by some sex police uh Agency that's you know that specializes in sexual mutant powers. Yeah, well, they they they, they're part of that frozen moment, and they can go in and arrest them. (laughs) From the mind of Grant Morrison, written by Matt Fraction. (laughs) But what's really what's really endearing about Sex Criminal isn't that. That's just the mechanics. That's the thing to move the story along. It's the they're reminiscing about their sexual encounters and all the foibles and mistakes and stupidity, all the little things that they've had happen and. Learning about what sex is, you know, all that. That's part of it. That's what the real so, meat of it is. So it's me. a coming of age story. Coming it's of age. Coming. Yes. <laughs> Drum, please. Yeah, but I'm um, What is the other fraction book that. Uh, Satellite Sam. Yeah. No, is there another one he's did? This. Oh, well, I'm, I'm also thinking Pretty Deadly from his wife. Um, oh, Kelly okay. Cedar Pretty Deadly. But no, Satellite Sam has been good. It's not coming out as. I, I guess it's still probably monthly, but maybe they took a, a skip month or something. But. Um, that one's still great. That's that the more about the history of television and yeah, I've I've heard other other people talking about satellite Sam. There's some gay characters, at least one or two gay characters in it. Although they're you know it's the fifties, so it's you know hush hush and and whatever. But um, they haven't that 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 hasn't moved along quickly enough either. I think, but no, it's pretty pretty deadly. It's been beautiful. I don't necessarily know quite where they're going because the story is also very. It's fairy tale sort of storytelling and kind of goes off on diversions and it's very lyrical. But I don't, you know, it's. Here's my problem with Pretty Deadly. Uh I was reading both issues over probably Thanksgiving and I was really lost. I couldn't, (laughs) I, I didn't understand like why this character, you know, the daughter of death was doing all this like fucking character assassination I'm just like why are you undoing everything that you know the writer has told us that you know like this is the type of person you are then I realize that that is not Jenny that's Big Alice yes. because the art's so 
fucking messed up half the time even though it's it's gorgeous to look at it is you know at a distance yes but when you're in it and you don't know who's who that's a problem cartooning uh the storytelling part is a little hard to follow in fact i would say not very good but beautiful art any one of these pages you could like put up if you're into like the Sandman or uh, Amano, like the the, the very the, painterly style. Yeah, art. painted. It's it's just interesting and, and nothing else like it. It's a western. I think the only other thing that even is close and it's a western is like East of West, but that's not even like remotely the same kind of story, which is also very good. It's fantastic. And Manhattan Projects West. continues to be hilarious and fucked up and hilarious. And I do miss that book. Mm. Uh, Ryan Brown will have an issue coming up pretty soon because he does the Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, the inside the mind of Oppenheimer. They're having like a civil war. Yeah, I remember that was that was starting yeah. right before I stopped. They've reading. got at least one more of those, and I think there's another one coming up. I guess that's any other indie books uh, catching our interest. I feel like there is something, but I can't remember. Uh, it's not Saga. I read Velvet. Yeah. Velvet's amazing. I do like Velvet. Velvet's, I like Velvet's a lot. Uh, uh, Velvet a lot. It's like if what if Money Penny was actually a spy and a badass? The oh. Brubaker one. Okay. Yeah, I, um, really good. that's great. Oh, you're right. It's I just feel not like coming. Trillium is going in a very interesting, weird direction with mm. the whole time travel and. Oh, speaking of Brubaker, is uh, his whole Cthulhu book still going on? The uh, oh, um, Fatal, Fatal, yeah, yeah no, it's still going on. Okay, I, I was a big fan I didn't of that. That was a Cthulhu book. Oh yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah, all throughout that. I have to read that. Again. Yeah, all right, it's we'll good. move on. So, Marvel, we have a bit of an interesting situation with Marvel right now. They are doing the rollout of the all-new Marvel now, which is kind of the joke that we were referring to with our title and all that. But they're also trying to do this thing called Inhumanity. Funny thing is, the event was supposed to be kicked off and was actually by like a one-shot, and then they kind of sprang off into dot, dot, I-N-H, I yeah. think is the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number dot, I-N-H. So they have these tie-ins to Inhumanity. But the actual flagship book of Inhumanity has been delayed until what, like April? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Matt Fraction just kind of couldn't work out what he wanted to do with the editors and big disagreement. But he didn't like storm off and leave the company. He just said, I don't want to do what you want me to do. I'm out of this and you need somebody else. And so they brought in Charles Soule. Who's actually a good he's writer. He's actually, what, he's got a Who writes everything. Good okay, he's got a pretty go off. <gasps> he's writing Letter 44, which is coming out of Oni Press. He's writing Swamp Thing. Uh, he's writing Red Lanterns. And he's also writing Superman Wonder Woman for DC. He's going to be writing Inhumans for Marvel. He's writing Thunderbolt. And he will be writing the She-Hulk Yay! new series that comes out where she's both fighting crime and doing her law practice thing and this is all while he's still apparently a practicing attorney exactly and let me tell you like for the first time I'm excited for a She-Hulk book because I feel since he is a lawyer that maybe he could bring a dynamic to her that hasn't been brought yet or at least not since uh, Dan Slott years ago all I remember was was John Burns and I was like oh Dan Slott had a really good run on Wonder Woman that was funny and and She-Hulk what I say? You said Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wow. How did I... They're both strong feminine characters, but... Ooh. Okay, and, and like, as a person who doesn't read comic books right now, the one name I have heard the most in the last couple of months in terms of, like, this guy is holy shit good, and he's writing for both Marvel and DC, yeah. and nothing he writes is the same, but yeah. they're all good, is Charles Soule. Oh, he did Swamp Thing. 
Didn't he? Yeah, we talked yeah, about Yeah, no, oh, no, no. it's funny. It's, awesome. I, I read something that said Charles Soule, Matt Kenton is another writer that Marvel doesn't have a problem with them writing back and forth. But John Romita Jr. they had a problem with. So John Romita Jr. is going to be writing Superman, uh, drawing Superman. Huh. Oh. They had a problem with him going to do something for DC for a Superman book, and so now he just packed up and he left wow. uh, Marvel. And now I mean, he's he hadn't at DC. been doing a lot of Marvel recently, right? But... And that's why everybody's like, "Where is he? Where is he?" But he's good. I don't know if it's action comics he's or Superman. Up ki- uh, kick ass, but then after yeah, that... well, that's icon really in Malar world because you know in Malar world there time just stands still. <laughs> Books don't come out. It is spirit. So Inhumanity is very exciting, and Charles Soule for those of us in Orlando is coming to yay. I'm That'll very excited. Really... I kissed him. I can't wait to see him again. Nice. One of your one of your many bows. Victims, yeah. Yeah. His, his Swamp Thing, speaking of, his Swamp Thing is fantastic. Yeah. It's really fun and interesting. And it's it's playing with the idea of, you know, there's this kingdom of, you know, grass people. And there's a hierarchy to it. And, you know, here he is trying to be human. But does he really want to be human anymore? And... It, it's really cool. I love it. Yeah. You know, I I skim through his Red Lanterns, but I'm just not. I'm not the biggest Green Lantern fan, so I can sometimes read two of the series, Green Lantern, and then I switch off between New Guardians and Core because I'm just like whatever. But. I've heard Thunderbolts is fantastic. I heard it's really funny. Like, yeah. and that was a book that, that too. when Daniel Way started that, like, there's so Wolf. many characters on this book that I like. I hate Daniel Way, his writing style with such a passion. Yeah. Well, no, see, like, he, in the beginning with his Deadpool was funny, it was on point, but then toward his end, you felt the end, and I don't think he ever picked up his stride after that, because yeah. I tried the Thunderbolt one, and I was like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No offense, Mr. Way, I still have right sex now? with what's you. What's he doing right now? I don't know. Uh, some indie thing. No. Yeah. What is he doing? Oh, no. Crossed. Oh, yeah, he's, he's writing Cross. He's, oh, writing, like, he's doing Bedland. Bad oh, he's going to be writing three issues for Cross. Oh, that's and then it. Okay, yeah. so I saw his name on one of them. But I've heard Charles Soule kind of came onto Thunderbolts and completely turned the book around. Yeah, and now it's really funny. And it was like there was some kind of like story with them. And it, the leader, the red, the red leader, right? Like the the like before there was like the broken down van. Yeah, and yeah. I just I heard it was really good. Well, I mean, even with like Red Lanterns, he brought the book was okay in the beginning, but now he really brought something to it. They're having a sector. To uh, protect, because Green Lanterns are out, it's 2814, so they'll be protecting Earth, and <laughs> Supergirl's going to become a Red Lantern. And I was very hesitant, but because it's him, I have faith. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you know what, I'll see what you're going to bring. And, and segueing, I don't know if it's going to be during or after, she's going to be in JLA, which is not going to be called JL- Canada Justice League Canada. It's going to be like Justice United. League United. Yeah. Okay. And it's going to be her. I saw that cartoon. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't uh, unlimited. It's going to be her, Martian Manhunter, Animal Man, um, not thing. Some some other oh, so animal man. It's, so it's after Canada, then when they bring it back around. Well, no, 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 or? no. They're going to be based out of Canada. Jeff Lemire's writing it. Yeah, okay. they're, they're not calling it Canada. Canada. It'd be like the kind of space centric, but also mm. so okay. Canada centric. Right. So Justice Flight. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Justice Flight, Justice Flight of the Galaxy of the Galaxy um, Omega. Omega Justice Flight International. uh, There've also been some exciting X Men developments. All the books. Wait a minute. Did we did we finish with DC? Did we start with DC? Did we start with Marvel? No, we're in Marvel. We we jumped to DC because we're talking about Marvel. And Charles Soule being so diversified. We're in Marvel. We're in Marvelville. Seven Humanity's coming out. Amazing X Men second issue. Nightcrawler third issue. Third issue. issue. God, why do I keep doing that? That was good. Fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Uh, I have a question. I have a question. 
When did Nightcrawler and Storm like hook up? Oh, wait, Storm now is with Nightcrawler? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. They refer back to like they had this thing. Oh well. And sure. I'm like, when the that. fuck did you have this thing? I've been reading X Men since the fucking eighties. <laughs> Remember how Wolverine- he was a priest? <laughs> yeah, right. Storm had a mohawk. Remember, remember when Wolverine was completely torn to shreds when he died because they had been best friends and then they wrote that one issue explaining their deep, dark, like their deep friendship um, and they made it they look fucked? old. Yeah, I think that's it's when just, they fucked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they refer to it like they had this big love affair and I'm like, when? Yeah. <laughs> Storm has a checklist. Oh my, Storm she, is just she going gets through around. Them. She, yeah. She's had a few. Man, so, uh, they're going to give Nightcrawler's own book. Mm. That's a Written by Chris fucking Claremont. Oh, God, no. no. Oh, God, no. But I will say this. Uh, if I anybody... think it's just going to be a mini. No, I feel like it's going to be. A... It's going to turn into a mini. It'll be Nightcrawler. It's starting as an Unlimited. Or whatever the hell that book he did with the X-Men continuation. Oh, X-Men forever. It, oh, forever. X-Men forever. forever. That was. <laughs> that shit awesome. Don't even get me. So, uh, and then all new X-Factor. Peter Davis. I was that was pretty scary. cool. Mm-hmm. You I want, liked the first one. That'll bring me back. That'll bring yep. me back. I stopped reading as soon as they ended X Factor, like last year, at the end of that whole X and for the Inferno thing they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I stopped reading. That would bring me back. Well, that yeah, was, that it's, was it's good. It's fun. I like it. Although, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but when Guido and Havoc and Polaris and all that was X Factor. Weren't they corporate sponsored or were they government sponsored? Government. government. So they haven't ever done the corporate. No, this no. is a new, yeah. okay, a new okay. twist. So they kept on thinking, it. like, well, they've done this before. Um, no, it was Val Cooper worked for the government yeah, okay. and she was the liaison. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gambit's in this one. That's a new uh, new twist. And uh, Right now we just Pol- have Gambit, Quicksilver, and Polaris. There are two, two more members coming, but yeah. right now that's all we have. Well, you know, they already announced who they are. Yeah, but, but they're not in the book yet. Yeah. yeah they're gonna... Oh, who are they? I don't know. Okay, well, technically, there's three. Okay. There's Danger. Oh, I forget about that. Yeah. Robot and then shit. there's um, Doug Ramsey, and yeah. with Doug comes Warlock. Of course. Okay. And it's not it's his not boyfriend. Doug Locke. I hope they're just going to show that they're together. They've been inside each other. Oh, <laughs> deeply. Deeply. That's, uh, that's too much there. So, uh, what other X-Men stuff? Oh, Trilogy. <laughs> so, they've been, they've been dithering around. They had this... Oh, actually, did you... Before we get to that, did you enjoy the uh, the, the purifiers, the William Stryker? I thought it was... God Love Man's Kills? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. It was all right. Redux, because cool. they've done that a couple times. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting, and... Uh, no, it was a nice way to introduce Laura onto the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's still kind of a weird fit to me. But she uh, had to go somewhere. Yeah, and then they need their Wolverine. Yeah, so. that's true too. Oh, did, did any of you read Wolverine, the Paul Cornell Wolverine, where the he, killable the one, killable stuff with Alan Davis art? I skipped. It was really interesting at the end because not only did they take away his healing factor, but pretty much destroyed him, like men, not mentally, but like took away all of his confidence. Seemingly, Sabretooth basically like had him under his boot. Had the sword ready to, you know, cut his head off and was like, I'm not going to do this right now. I'm going to hurt you and continue to hurt you and just make you suffer. Yada, yada, yada. So, God, you send somebody to hell and they just come back with such a grudge. Well, okay. You know, I have a problem with, okay, so he's not, doesn't have a healing factor. No adamantium poisoning going on? Nope. He doesn't realize all of a sudden now his body weighs a ton. A ton right? He's not going to die that nope, way? Nope. No. So now he's just going to get retractable clothes, not from his hands, that are just part of his costume. 
Oh, is that what they're doing? That's the new costume. If you look at the new costume, it's a big thing that goes over that the claws come out of now. It's not his claws. So his claws are stuck inside of him? So he's going to keep him in because he'll bleed to death. Yeah, right. he's bleeding. You know, so he has to keep his in. I'm sure everyone's going to be like, ah, you know. Well, and like, he has a yeah. gun, too. Uh, yeah, and that. he has a gun. And his it's more armor than cloth. I have said this so often. I don't give I don't a rat care. ass. I don't give a oh, fuck. I don't. Well, like, tonight, but Wolverine when we're, when and the X Men. Do you know what the best part about that book is? The X Men. And the X Men. <laughs> I mean, well, no, no, no. I shouldn't say that because I love that book. That book is but great. He's good in that book because he's more of the headmaster. Yes. Yeah. And that's I why think I like That's him. a more interesting arc for him than this other thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I was talking to, uh, talking about this on the way over here with you tonight. I was like, are, have they killed off Wolverine yet? Is that still? And he's like, yeah, no, they're, they're still, they're getting there, they're getting there. Because they've been talking about and setting things up to kill him off for, it seems like, the last two yeah. to three years. I, I wonder if it's going to be after he does his Days of Future Past movie thing that they go, They have you know to what? drag him out till after that, number one. Number two, I think they may be trying to time it because I think DC, my opinion, uh-huh. DC is going to kill off Nightwing. And I think they want a time so Marvel have their thing, DC will have their thing. Those are not equivalent. No, that's like but... that's like if they well they are well I mean how many, no number one okay granted Wolverine is much more popular but how many fucking times are you gonna send him to hell number one number yeah. two you know he's fucking coming back yeah Dick Grayson could probably stay dead well and you think about the the list of characters you have in like Marvel for example of of characters that they've flat out killed off recently is becoming a very short list. Because they've been going through the list pretty quick. Like, the killed off Cap recently. They brought him back. Well, the, the bring him back Human is always expected. Three days later. Yeah. Hey, hey, I was just napping on the couch, guys. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but yeah, well, the, and now Spider-Man. Right. Oh, well, but yeah. that's the thing. So, the list of ones they haven't done that with recently is growing very short. Yeah. Well, you know, I will say this. And, you know, shout out to Hopeless and the only book that was worth a damn reading from him. Um, Arena? Yeah. Goddamn right. They killed those kids. Ooh. Those kids stayed dead. I love that book. They were dead. Even to the end of the series? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dark Hawk got his heart ripped out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just but like, these are characters. These are like, yeah. so like B listers that they could. They're not the A list team. Well, agreed. The agreed. one that is still alive is Laura. Are there any runaways left? Oh, that, that, there's a whole bunch the, of them. The left. runaways survived. Okay. Um,. Because they have a new the the new book that started the Avengers Undercover Undercover, Undercover yeah yeah but you know I metal went down like a bitch yeah. but you know the thing the thing for me is there are select books in DC that I love that have not disappointed me that continue to go above and beyond and not trying to outdo the last issue before it but building on a story and and doing something cohesive having said that though there are lots of dc books that i just can't be bothered with but marvel has more of the the books that i'll always gravitate to because i feel like they're taking chances they're taking risks like yes we're going through forever evil now but forever evil i'll read i'm like well that was cool and and we'll get to to that part Yes, yes, Wonder Woman. Um, but that just makes me smile. <laughs> a, is this a remix? Yes, it is. <laughs> this is part of my running tracks. Yeah. But when you good think job. about it, you know, Fantastic Four. They went in a direction. It didn't work. No. But you know what? They're like, hey, we're gonna start over again. We'll just see where it goes. Yeah. Indestructible Hulk. 
everyone keeps asking me why is Banner and Hulk wearing this armor but once they start reading it they realize it's a really cool series which is interesting because they're going to reboot that now too well because I see I loved it until they're just renumbering it and it's still Mark Wade writing it yeah well that's the thing it's like that and Daredevil they're relaunching with the same creative team Mm -hmm. but they're relaunching it as a sort of a way to bring in yeah. the readers. It's so. good to see that Mark Wade is still in his heyday. Oh, yeah. His, his mm-hmm. second coming, third everything, coming, everything eighth coming, whatever it is, because Daredevil and Incredible Indestructible <laughs> Hulk, great books. Yeah, in recent memory, the only thing I don't think I liked of his was the Flash stuff that he did. Oh, with, uh, with the, the twins. Yeah. yeah, nobody liked that. That was the... Nobody liked but, that. But, um, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited about uh, what's coming with Marvel. I mean, the all new, all now, all these... Re- There's a bunch of stuff coming out. Um, I'll try anything. I just saw a bunch of solicitations. I mean, we mentioned a few of them already. But, yeah, and like Oral said, like, at least Marvel, they don't wait. If it's, the book's not working, gone. Well, and they'll try something DC else. was very DC will road. kill books, but some of them, they they don't even give them a real chance. They yeah. knew, Like, they knew... Like, we're putting this out there, but we have 12 more because we know this is not going to work. Yeah. So that's what bothers me and, with them. And, um, before, because I think we're about to switch. Yeah. I'm still dead! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well, from, wait. I know. Uh, I'm going on trial, girl, okay? I got my own problem. <laughs> oh, so, so that those two have stuck on well, King Avengers? Well, one issue later, but... Oh, yeah, we're only one issue more. Oh. It's not. Rogue, okay. Rogue was, yeah. Rogue is dust. So she, I don't know, it's going to be a while to see Rogue's Rogue again. probably out for, yeah. But, I mean, Scarlet she did have Wolverine's healing factor, so, you know, she had a cell. It'll take a little while, but, <laughs> but she'll I be was, back. You know, and again, <laughs> put her in a petri dish. Some of this informed my solicitations and whatnot. It seems like, and the interview he did with Warplin, Reminder's in for a long haul in this yeah. story. Like, the Apocalypse Twins story and, and then coming back around to Red Skull is, there's a lot left. And Onslaught. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. too. But, yeah, it's coming. So, anyway, let's let's uh, trial of Jean Grey is coming too, and you're going to devote a whole bathtub. Oh, thing I'm going to gonna do a whole bathtub. Pat yeah. and I will do a bathtub video yeah, so together. I'm very excited about that. That'd be a two bottle event. <laughs> no, two, Earl's two, not going to be there. Two bubble bath. <laughs> so, oh, oh, but I I do want to say your recent video, which are up on our page, Nerdy Show. Uh, they're on YouTube. If you look for Nerdy Show Live, mm-hmm. yes, very sudsy. This first episode, you like didn't have a lot of suds. Second one, you were like covered. I, I put on my bubble bath. I mean, the, my jacuzzi part. I was like, oh, fuck. Eight bottles of Mr. Bubble later. Am I covered? No risk. They are fun, though. And they're coming out bi-weekly, right? Bi-weekly, yes. Awesome. So, uh, DC. Oh, DC. What do you Wonder you Woman's think? fantastic. Oh, I yeah. love that book more than anything. As, but this, they've had the same writer. Brian Azzarello yeah, and yeah. Chang? That- Chang and Suzuka. Oh, that's right. They're, they're so, switching on and off. And they've had the chance to just honestly flesh out the story mm-hmm. and let Azzarello do what he wants to do. Yep. And amazing. The and book is good. he's doing amazing job. It's been solid. It, every issue I look forward to. Unfortunately, it's a blink of an eye and it's over for me. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You know? Well, you yeah. know what? Like, and like we said, Charles Soule, who's writing Superman, Wonder Woman... It's it's based off of Azarello's yeah, Wonder yep, Woman, as opposed to, and I even though I don't hate him, I really enjoy a, a lot of his work. Jeff Johns's shitty, flat, bland Diana, yep. Princess yep. of Paradise Island. It's Linda Carter. He likes old school, so it's Linda Carter he's writing. Yeah. 
But on the same tip with the Superman Wonder Woman, I've heard that Greg Pak's Superman, the action Excellent. comics, oh is my really god, it's good. so good. And I forgot who's doing the art, but it looks uh, amazing. Too. Aaron Cooter, oh, nice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooter. Cooter. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Uh, first name's right. I mean, I've yeah, been a yeah. Greg Pak fan for years. It's well, his. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. There's one thing he knows how to, to how to write is super powered male characters. They, they Hercules. T- they they took off what's his fucking name, uh, Lobdell, and oh, oh thank wow. God! Surprising no one. Oh, thank God. God! And like now they just got to get rid of uh, him on Superman. Teen Titans. He's got to go on Teen t- Titans too. T- t- well, Teens, it's over. They're ending it. Yeah, they're they're ending Teen Titans. Well, because Dick Ray and uh, Tim Drake is supposed to become uh, Batman's sidekick. I don't know if he's be Red Robin or Robin, but he's supposed to be the new whatever. Oh, to Batman. So well, where are all these characters going? Well, that's the end of that. Yeah, they have to. They have to relaunch Teen Titans with a fucking good writer, like a Jeff Johns kind of writer yeah. that could bring a darkness. Wait, Charles, though, Charles, you busy? <laughs> Can you do one more book? <laughs> Just squeeze it in your busy schedule. So now, did anybody read? I'm sure some of you did the Batman 75th anniversary, like supersized. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Course. Yeah. What was the deal with Gothtopia? That's like the ongoing storyline in a couple Eric, of the yeah. Batman books. Take, take it away. Gothopia is based on an animated in the animated series Batman in the nineties. There was an episode of basically taking Batman out of the equation uh-huh. and how bright uh, Gotham is. It's like Metropolis. Okay, it's a booming place, taking out the darkness of the Bat. Okay. Because it doesn't bring the rest of the crazy. Okay. So like Batgirl, like I read her one shot tied into it, and she's all in white. Yeah, and she banged at somebody, and they're so happy, and everybody's so happy. Well, Batman's there too, but he's there, but he's not Batman. Yeah, he's so, like a superhero Batman. So Batman's just Buzz Killington, just basically. Yeah. Like his sidekick is Catwoman, but her name is Catbird. Catbird. Yes, thank you. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. But now, you know, I, so it's a brighter side to all of. And this Gawker. is going huh. on in like the sort of obscure, not obscure, but the the Bat Family books. But then uh, there's another storyline. This the 52 uh, once a week. That's another. Like, that's the Batman Eternal. Thing. Batman Eternal, which is that a whole hasn't other started thing. yet. It hasn't started yet, but that's that, see. I got too confused when I read that Bat the Gothopia thing. I was like, oh wait, this is the Thanksgiving picture, and this is what all that's related to. And, and no, 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 we'll just we have to wait and see because we don't know. It's like with Gothopia, they kept it so tight lipped. We don't understand what's happening yeah. in the back. They drop box. you in the middle of the story, right. and then you're like, what's going on? Uh, Year Zero is going along, although kind of at a slower pace. They're not getting them out as I guess quickly as they wanted. Um, but those, are, every issue is really good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, th- 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 what's the other book? There's one more DC. Oh well, let's talk about uh, Forever Evil. Okay, because this one Ooh. is really changing some stuff. I love the Justice. Uh, Forever Evil is good. Yeah. But the Justice League tie-in, not Justice League of America, Justice League of America. Yeah, yeah. I'm like enough with fucking Martian, Martian Manhunter and Star Girl crap. Formate, yeah. Uh. But I love it because it's giving us origins yeah. and like things that I've always wanted to know for me. Uh, and the one that I really want to know is Superwoman deleted. Yep. The file was deleted. Huh. So I'm like, motherfucker, what is this bitch up to? That's now I'm like, I want to know what so she's up to. So these are origins of the to. crime syndicate. Yeah, it's oh, Power, Power Ring, Ultraman, Owlman, yeah. giving a little, little Johnny Quick, Atomica. But pow- Superwoman, and they've never tackled that in the original crime syndicate. A stories. little bit, not as deep as they really went yeah, into. They're like, fleshing these guys out, yeah, as a real way to contrast our Justice League motivations and all that character with theirs. I mean, it's it's really kind of cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite part of that is the interplay with the villains, our villains, you know, whatever, and then the uh, the good guys. Now, some of them have survived and are 
available to fight. Right. And this is what's going to lead to Luther and the Justice. Well, I mean, you know, you remember Dark Reign? Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. It's like yeah. Norman Osborn going on to the Avengers. You know, and here's here's what I will say about Forever Evil. I didn't really care for the first two issues. I like the third. And the fourth is fine. But that's all it is to me. It's it's you know, uh, and we're gonna tease a little here, and we're gonna get. Hey, remember that time you thought Batman was gonna become a Yellow Lantern? Here's two pages of. Here's yes. two panels. Two of panels, that. not even two pages. <laughs> and he created little bats. <laughs> but and the, that's it. But the big one was when you know Sinestro's like that was well, yeah. cool. That was the I'm big. I'm so happy to have him back because I was really worried after Jeff Johns kind of wrote him off. That it was going to be like a long time. Well, he's no, getting his own series, so yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying that. Is he back in yellow or is he still green? He's Parallax. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he oh, merged yeah. with he, Parallax at the end of Green Lantern. The big finale, Jeff John did. He basically took, Parallax. and he turned around. And he told Parallax, "He goes, I will be controlling you." And Parallax tried to get away from him, and he just took him in. So yeah. he's in control. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm not saying that it's it's a bad story. It's just it's not as good as. As I thought it would be, right. yeah. And it's a whole lot of wait, wait, wait for. It's gonna be the last decent, two, three issues yeah, that everything it's, it's, is really it's, gonna happen. Wait, wait, wait for a decent story. Like yeah. you shouldn't have to wait this long. Yeah, it is kind of slowly coming out of her stuff, but I actually think it's probably the most successful thing I've seen DC do like this since uh, Dark Knight, Darkest Night, Black Knight. Night. Would you say it's a pretty much a standard thing with event books nowadays? Because I know I remember hearing that Battle of the Atom had the same complaint, where they had so many different things, plates spinning, and then mm. last issue was just like, all right, here's everything. Yeah, actually, Battle of the Atom did it in kind of... I, but you know what? I liked it. Marvel's never... Uh, since House of M, Marvel's never really given you that punch yeah. at the end of their events. That's not what their right. events to transition are about. you to the next thing. Secret Evasion was kind of like that. Oh, uh, why? Cuz Wasp died. Okay. No, I was saying, but it was like it was that same setup. Right. It was that yeah. we spend five issues on the Savage Land yeah, yeah, yeah. and two issues in the actual fight right. in New York. Yeah. And we're done. All and, right. And uh. Age of Ultron was a little like that. Uh. No, no, uh, don't. Age of don't. Ultron was just but you know long. what? <laughs> when it came to when it comes to Marvel's last two events, which were Infinity and Battle of the Atom, they were strong. They were. I was entertained the entire way through, and I'm not getting that with Forever Evil. You know what we did not talk about in Marvel, and I, we didn't talk about it before, is the uh, Rogue Planet. Oh, Avengers. We'll, 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 we'll go back. Because that was actually really cool. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll go back. So, so yeah, so Forever Evil is really... I, it's growing on me more than I, I hated it. I didn't like it at first. It's definitely growing on me, and I'm very excited to see what comes next of that. What other DC stuff is really... The, the, the stuff we know is coming about in Batman, that's interesting. Green Lantern is kind of building up to this sort of idea of a war over... Do the Green Lanterns have the right to have the Oh, they're still beating that one? Of the well, it, they're beating it, that drum, kind of. But what they introduced, and this is actually they introduced somebody who was trying to save them, yeah. but they killed him. Oops, a doodle. Robert Venditti introduced something to the whole Green Lantern mythos. It's actually really cool. It's the idea that the the resources they're using to construct the, to have the construction of the rings is a limited resource, and if you use it all, the universe ends. It restarts. The Big or, Bang or starts re, over yeah, again, re, like a samsara thing. So. Huh. 
now they they kind of take they, that fossil fuels. They kind of had this guy like what was his uh, Red Relic. Relic? He was like Galactus from the prior universe incarnation and yeah. came through, and he's trying to stop him. But basically, the way they got out of all that is they're like, all right, uh, Kyle and Kyle, uh, what's your name, Kyle? Rainer. Space Jesus, Space Jesus, Rainer, uh, White yeah. Lantern, Rainer. Thank you. Sacri- you know, he sacrificed himself. He resets the energy levels and goes off, and they think he's dead. Visually, just doing whatever. And so now they're back to like, well, we have a full tank, but we now know it's limited. So what do we do? And the Green Lanterns are sort of policing the use of these resources. Huh. But they're being set up by some other group who I don't even know what the hell that is. But they're being blamed now for you know exploiting and destroying a, a city and yada yada yada. Who's so. who's writing Green Lantern? Venditti. Robert Venditti. This sounds very complicated. It is a little bit. It, you know what? It sounds complicated because you haven't been reading it. But yeah. when you read it, it's very simple. It's, it's, it's good. It's really it's fun. It's different. I mean, it still has all the multicolor lantern, whatever. But I feel like it's a little more science fiction, uh, interesting kind of stuff. Yeah, because so, the, the thing that they brought up is that for thousands of years, there have only been Green Lanterns. And only recently has the spectrum completely like filled out. The problem with that is now everyone's using light, and it's going to run out fast. Oh, so so they're all drawing from the same power yeah, source. Yeah, the, the yes, reservoir yes. is it's like a prism. Light is light, but whatever color like invokes that light, it'll just pull from the reservoir. Yeah. Hmm. So it's interesting. So I'm on for that. I'll keep reading that. I haven't kept up with the other books and whatever the hell Kyle's doing now. And I don't know what happened to the new Guardians. Are they still there somewhere? They're, they're around. There's a whole new set of Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice League 3000 is all right. Okay. So that, the idea yeah. of that is they're clones of the of our Justice League. I've heard about this. So they're the clones. So they have the powers, but they don't have any of the actual they catharsis. They all the powers. Yeah. They have, they like Superman thinks he can fly, but he can't. <laughs> He's like, I'll just fly up there. They're like, you can't, Clark. Stop calling me Clark. It's that whole dynamic. Bruce and Clark are at each other's throats. Wonder Woman is just a hardcore lesbian. She, <laughs> she just tears shit apart. Yeah. Um, Green Lantern's kind of timid. Hal's kind of timid. Cause his, it's not a, it's a shroud. Yeah. That the power comes from. Mm-hmm. He wears his shroud and Flash has to keep himself covered because he has the speed, but doesn't have the protection, the aura that protected him from it. Oh, okay. So he has huh. to stay covered or he'll be mm-hmm. so like, apart. Not failed, but they're like limited, reduced. Right. They're, yeah. they're copies of copies. Batman's right. like, yeah. yeah. Batman. Oh, it's the multiplicity it's thing. When you make a copy of your porn on VHS and you get the little bands that come through. Oh, see, I was trying to keep it PG, but you know. Was... Really? Because we always keep the sh- So, I mean. Multiplicity. Uh, Michael Keaton. What? The, no, it's, it's a good, good. movie. On the, on the whole, like, it's, I mean. It's all has right. The, has the Legion showed up yet? No, not yet. no. I think this is past the Legion. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was contemporary. Or before the Legion. Or before? Yeah. Is it before the? I think it's before. the Okay. Legion. Nobody cares. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Our Legion. All right, it's the Wonder Twins that created them. That's oh, all we nice, know. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's jump back. Any other DC stuff? I think it's, let me beat the DC yeah. So I do want to touch real quick on Hickman because we all love our Jonathan Hickman. Rogue Planet. What do you think? I really liked it. I thought it was a fun, like. Infinity's over. It's the holiday season, and so it's a Christmas story without being it being Christmas. And then this threat comes up, yep. and it's just this planet's hurtling towards Earth, and someone from the future comes to the past and says, "Hey, this is happening. Here's what you're gonna do to stop it." And you're thinking, "Oh, they'll find a way to like blow it up or redirect, redirect it." it yeah. But what they do is that they anchor it to the Earth, and they like phase it. it 
into another dimension yeah. and anchor it to the Earth. So it's on top of our planet, shifted into this other dimension. And so now you have this entire planet that you can draw on for energy and resources. And they're like, oh, that's that's a really cool idea of using this thing that's meant to destroy you to your own benefit the problem is is that uh the person from the future knows that the illuminati have been blowing up alternate earths and when they when people find out they're going to be livid so he's like here's everything you need i gotta go see you later uncle tony like yeah yeah. it's it's either well it's weird because it's like it's like a it's like roadie it's implied that it's roadie but from the really distant future yeah so it's unclear, but it's like an Iron Man from the far future. What is it? Uh, Ivo Stark or whatever the hell his no. name is? Arno? Arno. No, Arno. No, no, Arno okay. is around though. Yeah, Arno no. is what his twin brother or not, not his twin? twin. Arno's from his. It's Arno's his adopted brother. His adopted brother. They, they've actually. Oh, Arno. okay. So he's the adopted brother of this other guy. Well, no, no, no. Okay, no, so in Iron Man, which is actually really good, people should be reading it. Um. You find out in the secret origin of Tony Stark, Tony was adopted, uh-huh. and that Arno Stark is the actual Stark. He is the the son of Maria and, uh-huh. and Howard, and he was genetically engineered. But it was this whole big production, and there was a ruse. You should read it; it's cool. Yeah. But Tony's adopted. God. So much information. I know. Lots of change in the year. you miss it? Now, <laughs> New Avengers, they've picked back up the alternate worlds. You know, we got to blow up these yeah. alternate worlds. And they have the new big bad that they've talked about before. Is it the Black Masks? The Black Guardians? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the crazy, board, like, the face board. thing. Anyway, it's basically, it's, it's this terrible, terrible group that is, they're seeing this chaotic destruction of the multiverse, but they're taking advantage of it somehow and using it to their their cause and so the our new avengers or our illuminati sees a very very similar group of illuminati i think what it was like uh professor x is still around in mm. this one uh black bolt although black bolts i think on ours too right now which i thought he was off doing god knows what but eh, whatever no he wasn't in his past issue i thought he was that or, was there or was it was the other side because it's yeah. kind of confusing you you're thrown into it and you think this is our Illuminati because it's very similar but then they say like Earth 2616 or something you know just to differentiate it so is Hickman aping himself in what way with the Council of Reeds yes it is very in fact it's even better than that because they refer to this thing that they need this this gate or this whatever and it's it's the thing from it's the, the bridge it's the bridge, it's the bridge that he's like I've built one of these before so I know how to build one so I that's still, how they're going around. I mean, on a complete side tangent for that, I still like the fact that the, uh, what's his name? The Supreme Intelligence is still four eyes based on the two reeds that merged together to make it. Yeah. I still like that. No, it's, it's cute. So no, Hickman's, I, I liked Infinity up to the very end. I thought the end kind of was just like a little, eh. But I'm really enjoying the Avengers, new Avengers, and the stories are still going and they're still really kind of good. So I feel like that. And Avengers World, that is, uh, Black Widow, it's awesome. Everybody read it. Oh, Black, Black Widow is the best fucking book in the world. Black Widow, Phil Noto art, beautiful. Uh, uh, who's writing? Edmondson. Nathan Edmondson. Edmondson. Yeah, I read issue two. Girl. Fucking so good. Girl. I'm so glad so Black Widow is really, and the movies, I'm sure, played a, a reasonable role in this, but a really self-contained, like interesting character that people are really enjoying. Yeah, Without I, any real superpowers. I mean, she's just She's an assassin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's doing it to clean And an Avenger. 
How does that work, people? Well, Ask yourself, how does that work? It's worked for years. With Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. So he's an Avenger. Um, and Superior Spider-Man, real quick, uh, we talked about the fact they're bringing back the real Peter Parker. We knew it was going to happen. Just we in knew- time for the movie. Just in exactly. time for the movie. Exactly. I knew it was going to be before but the movie. But I will say this. I really have been enjoying the dance slot. I'm stuff. hoping that he comes up with a way to keep Ock as a Superior Spider-Man. It would be interesting. Keep Superior, keep Amazing, keep Ultimate. He's the new Venom. No, because Venom's been really successful. Yeah, and he's about to go to Guardians. They 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 do that whole big thing where they keep it like Captain Marvel, where you got like when one's in control, the other one's in the negative zone. That you know what? It could be that he's inside and he flips back. Would that be? He has to clang his bands together to switch personalities. That would be (laughs) not make it. it nineties gay. Well, uh, I think we've beaten the Marvel horse to death too. I do want to share an email real quick before we close out. This was a lovely email we got from a fan. It was so awesome. Rodolfo mm-hmm. from Dallas uh, at 10,000 Worlds or at Dark Mirror on Twitter. I'm not going to read the whole thing. He actually sent us a really long thing. Had some notes. But I uh, just want to say I just finished mainlining your entire RSS feed over my holiday break. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for putting yourselves out there. Thank you for proudly sharing your lives and your geeky passions with the whole world. Uh, listening to the question, Joshua, go from being in the closet in 2011 to coming out to chasing and get his, getting his dreams in 2013 was very moving. While I miss hearing him as a regular member of the team, I'm happy for him. I wish Jared success in school, oral success with forays into drag, and I wish Eric, damn dude, I got to work out more. Pat, Wolf, Brian, Wolf, a great 2014. That was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, he did sweet. find our show, and I, so I just want to give a little quick shout out to these Escape Pod, Drabblecast. Way of the Buffalo and Flame On. I think there's like a, he went from one to the other to the other. Mm-hmm. But if you're a listener of either of any of those three shows or if you're people involved with those shows, you know, please let us know. I know that the Nerdy Show guys went on Way of the Buffalo at one point. Oh, cool. So I'm wondering if that's how, you know, that all right. worked out. But uh, we really appreciate any emails. If you want to send us an email, the best way to do it is email us at contact at flameonshow.com. We also have each of our individual emails. So Eric, Oral, uh, Jeff will have one. I have one. Brian, Pat, Jared. We even have the question if you still want to send one to him, and he'll get it. Uh, you can Never. also find us on flameonshow.com, as we mentioned. Our RSS feed is up there. It's part of the Nerdy Show uh, Podcast Network. We're on uh, Twitter as Flame On Podcast, and uh, we're going to be doing some interesting stuff with that, I hope, in the near future. Of course, Eric's got his YouTube series on Nerdy Show Live. Check him that out. That time with Eric. It is awesome, bi-weekly, fabulous. And we have Oral and I and, and Pat, usually. Our Drag is New Spandex. It will be coming out very soon, so please look forward to that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's all the plugs I want to do. I think Eric's got some orbing <laughs> and uh, transforming to do before he goes fight. I have to spin. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Adam is bringing in Wonder Woman, mm. Carter for me, so I'm like all about it. Oh Well... On, uh, I just love listening to it. It makes me smile. <laughs> Captures the attention of everybody in the Seriously, room. it's like catnip for gays. <laughs> That's a wonder one for you. Uh, I guess on that note, goodbye, everyone, and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to Flame On, a podcast made possible by Powder Milk Biscuits, the ones in the blue box, a comic shop, and the generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us, reviewing us on iTunes, 
or putting some dollars down our digital G-string in our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head on over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And make sure to check out flameonshow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 